0: Welcome to Wayne's Eye Lutheran Church in Roll, Montessel. This is Sunday, December the 4th, 2022, second Sunday of Advent. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Kathy Harms. Thank you to Paul Behrens for sponsoring this week's broadcast in memory of Donna. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Good morning pastor is stalling we have a few more people coming in so we want to make sure that they have an opportunity to uh, take a seat and uh, the other thing is I know that we have a number of visitors with us but we have uh, two people one from Colorado Springs Colorado and the other one from Walla Walla Washington and I'd like to introduce Alan and Dan uh, have them stand this is Judy's sons who are here let's make them feel welcome It's so good to have you with us. Alan, I've talked to you on the phone many times. And uh, Judy, we're so glad to have you. Let's give her a round of applause. She's here today with us. And she says, thank you for all the prayers. Uh, Judy had a very busy schedule and was going about life at 110 miles an hour and had many, many cookies lined up and baking, and all of a sudden she didn't feel well. And before she knew it, uh, she was on her way to the hospital and had a minor stroke. And we're so glad to have you back with us. She is going to be with us today, but she's planning on a trip back out west to enjoy time with her son and his family. And she's looking forward to that time for rehab and restitution and coming back, we hope, this in March when it gets a little bit warmer. So we're so glad to have you with us. Thank you for allowing me to stall a little bit. That was okay, wasn't it? Let us prepare our hearts as we begin this Advent worship service. Let us begin with the Advent dialogue. Lift up your heads and open your eyes. Who is, who is coming? The King of Glory. Blessings on Him who comes as King. Who comes the of the Lord. He came as a baby in a manger. Lord Jesus. He came to be our Savior. With joy and gladness, we he comes to us each day in the promise of his presence. Come, Lord Jesus. Let us open our hearts to him. And walk in his he will come again to take us to himself in heaven. Come, Lord Jesus. Let us sing our Advent gathering song on the Jordan's Bank, the Baptist Cry, hymn 249.
2: O God, who gives us courage to start again. You fasten righteousness around your waist and baptize with the Holy Spirit's fire. Bless us as we mirror your mighty fire in these simple flames, and teach us to mirror your justice in the paths we prepare. We ask that peace abound until none hurt or destroy over all the earth.
1: Let us share in our carrier, Lord have mercy. You'll find this in the tune, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. join with me in the prayer of the day as it's printed in your bulletin insert. Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way for your only Son. By his coming, nurture our growth as people of repentance and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us receive God's holy word for God's holy people.
0: Good morning. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 10, with the following preface. Isaiah describes the coming of a future, an ideal leader who will renew David's royal line, the stump of Jesse. Gifted by the Spirit of God, this ruler will reign with perfect justice, enmity, and danger will be restored to harmony and peaceful coexistence. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord." the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the wean child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Please read the psalm following in the dark print. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. Let give
2: you over the people righteously, and the Lord of
0: justice. That the mountains may bring prosperity to the people, and the hills in righteousness. let him defend the needy among the people, rescue the Lord, and freshly oppressed. May he live as long as the sun and moon endure, from one generation to another. In his time, may the righteous flourish, and let there be an abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. Blessed be you, God, your God of you alone And blessed be your glorious name forever, and may all the earth be filled with your glory. Amen. Amen. The second lesson is from uh, Romans, chapter 15, verses 4 through 13, with the following preface. God's promise to include Gentiles within the circle of God's blessed people has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Christians live out their unity by welcoming and encouraging each other, just as Christ has welcomed them into God's family. Whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written... Therefore, I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, and again. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse shall come, the one who rises to rule the Gentiles, in him The Gentiles shall hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Word of the Lord.
1: God. Let us rise up to God and sing the Gospel acclamation. According to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. i invite you to go ahead and be seated for the reading of the gospel. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, claiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and his, foot, and his food was locusts and wild honey. When the people of Jerusalem and all of Judea were going out to him and all in the region along the Jordan, they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he, John, saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, "'You brood of vipers,' Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these very stones to raise up children of Abraham. Even now the axe lying at the root of the trees, every tree therefore that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire. His willowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor. And he will gather his wheat into the granary, and the shaft will burn with unquestionable fire. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the coming Lord Jesus Christ. It's so good to be with you in this Advent season of the church here. So full of stories and imagery, things for us to ponder about and to think about. Well, this John the Baptist seems to be a somewhat crazy character. I've often, um, as I've read this passage in the past, thought, wow, what is this guy, John? What is it about him that sets him out from other people? And to really understand this is to understand the backstory of Zechariah and Elizabeth and the foretelling of the coming of John the Baptist. This past Wednesday in our midweek Advent service, we were introduced to the foretelling of John the Baptist, birth to Zachariah and to Elizabeth. I don't want to go back into great detail, but you need to know that this couple was a righteous couple, a couple that came through the long lineage of the tribe of Levi. Matter of fact, Elizabeth even had ancestry, going all the way back to the high priest Aaron. They tried to do everything right in their life together. They worshiped God. They kept his commandments. They brought forth sacrifices and they participated in the festival of the unleavened bread every year and making their way to Jerusalem. Yet they were without children. And then in their old age, can you imagine? It is so hard to wrap our head around this. God answers prayers, and we better ought to be careful what it is that we pray about, because God is not a Kronos God. God remembers those prayers that we offer up. And I have to wonder, on that particular day when Zechariah went to the temple, was he praying on that day as he entered the temple, uh, having receive the short end of the stick to go clear off the altar and make incense in preparing for the sacrifice, the blood sacrifice. Was he praying that particular morning, Lord, can I have a child? Can Elizabeth and I have a child? And there, as he came into the holiest of holies, one time, a life experience. You think about all oh, the priests. There's just one time each year that we go into the holiest of holies and Zechariah had that opportunity. Here he thought he was alone and he comes up to the altar and he's shocked by what he sees. And the fear freezes him. And the angel Gabriel says, do not be afraid, Zechariah. For God has heard your prayer. In fact, God has answered your prayer. And so Zechariah, and just the shock wave that went through him, he doesn't, he, he questions the, the angel after he explains how this child is going to be your joy and the delight for you and Elizabeth, and not only for you and Elizabeth, but for all the world, and that this child is going to prepare the way for the Lord. And he says, back to the angel. And how can I be sure of this? And the angel says, Because you responded the way in which you did, you will be silenced until such time comes to proclaim what it is that I shared with you. So John was born, as we follow this story. And it's time. There are a number of days that need to pass. We don't name the child in those ancient days right away. You know, now, nowadays, I, I found out my grandson's name, ooh, weeks ago. It took me a long time to practice it. I'm sorry, honey, you're listening in. Trigvi, which is a wonderful old Norwegian name. And, uh, but you had to wait in those ancient of days. And then the naming usually came from the father and usually follow, followed the father's name or the grandfather's name, or the heritage. And the elders had come to Elizabeth and John and John had been silenced. He hadn't been able to speak for months. And finally, asking Elizabeth, what should we name the baby? And she says, John. And the elders go, no, it has to be Zachariah. What do we name the child? John. No, no, it can't be that. And so Zachariah is getting really good at sign language and he asks for a tablet and he writes down and he writes John. And at that point in period of time, Zachariah speaks. And we have this beautiful song in the Old, or in the New Testament. And it's called Zachariah's Song. And these words proclaim from Zechariah, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people to set them free. He has raised up us a mighty Savior, born of his house of his servant David. Through the holy prophets he has promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This is the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to repair his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Beautiful word. That kind of summarize what the prophets had been prophesying. And when this e- event now takes place, we are on the river Jordan Bank several years later. All we know about John is that before he was born, the angel said that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit and that he was not to drink wine or fervent drink. And he lived separated from other people in the wilderness for as it was said by the prophets. Today's gospel has brought us to preparing the way for the Lord. I love these banners. Carol, you're with us today. Thank you for your artistic work. Prepare the way. Jesus is coming. That's the theme for this Sunday. People are coming in droves to be baptized, to repent of their sins. They are questioning is John he? Is John the Messiah who's so filled with the Holy Spirit? They're coming. And he's baptizing with water. The message of repentance is for all people. Repentance is always available for all people. We get an idea of this, don't we, in today's gospel reading the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those Jewish leaders, those elites who read the Torah and understand God's law and do the things that are required of the tradition, they have done it all right according to the instructions of God. Yet they are coming. They are coming to be baptized. God seeks forgiveness if we're only willing to confess our sins and repentance is for all people repentance is a daily ap- action kent groff i'm reading a wonderful book called active spirituality And in his book talks briefly about repentance. I always, I I don't know if I got the watered down version at seminary or not, but repentance I always understood was to turn and go the other way. But it's much more than that. It is turning our mind away from the darkness that seems to always get in our face and turn to the light of the cross And to make room in our heart to be filled with the fruit worthy of repentance. And so the Greek word, metanoia, repentance, means, according to Kent, returning the mind and making about face in one's heart. Salvation is an ongoing process of repentance. We have been saved, we are saved, and we will be saved. Salvation is becoming whole and holy, continually returning the mind and the heart in the right direction to fill and make room for the Lord. Let's face it. We cannot escape sin. Our transgressions are ever before us. Sin against God and one another. Repent, yes, is to surrender and turn the other way and live according to God's love for us and for our neighbor, we need to let go of those transgressions. It's what God desires for us. We are freed. We are freed at last. If we think there is a sin that God will not forgive, I want us to consider what the prophet Isaiah said in chapter 43. Not one of our readings for today, but it was a verse that popped in my head as I was thinking about this. Because there may be some of us who think, wow. God won't forgive, but if he does forgive, he won't forget. And it's ever before me. It's like a millstone around my neck. I want you to hear this, folks. God promises to forget and remember your sins no more. Here's the verse from Isaiah. I, I am he who blots out your sins and transgressions for my own sake, and I, your Lord God, will not remember your sins anymore. As far as the east is from the west. Repent is a trust in God who forgives and forgets our sins. Let that sink in for a moment. Totally forgets. Forgives. Loves us and calls us by name. Even though with God there is no forgetfulness, God chooses to exercise the gift of grace and mercy toward us. It is true. God not only forgives us, but as incredible as it sounds, God forgets the sins of the repentant. Think about that. Think about that. You are forgiven. From our human point of view, how tempting it is to remind someone who took offense against us in the past, right? We often carry resentment from our past and hold on to that grudge against others. We might even seek ways to get back at them or maybe up the score against them. When it comes to God, he forgives totally and wipes out remembering our sins. God totally forgets. If then God forgives and forgets, we too need to follow God's lead. Christ did that for us. That is, to forgive and bless the person who has sinned against us. How many of us pray the prayer blessing upon someone who has hurt us, who has taken offense against us, who has sinned against us? Have you thought of praying a blessing for that person? I ask that we do so. And when we do so, watch what happens to us and what God is doing and what God is doing in the relationship and blessing others. This leads us up to today's Gospel. John confronts the Pharisees and the Sadducees who have come for baptism. And John reminds them of the sin against God and neighbor through their their traditions. But something is about to turn. Something is turning upside down. The tables are being turned because the Messiah is now living amongst us. Emmanuel, God with us. They hold on to their traditions. They seek to divide, not bless, but curse those of other nations rather than being a blessing. You brood of snakes with your poisonous ways ready to devour. Who warned you of God's judgment and the wrath to come? Then sharing these important words. Bear fruit worthy of repentance. What just happened? Using my biblical imagination, in this next instruction that John gives, he must have baptized the Pharisees and the Sadducees. You see, it is repentance is available for all people. The gift of baptism is for all people. I find these words interesting this phrase bear fruit worthy of repentance. And when I see the word fruit I often refer to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 where Paul then lays out what is the fruit of the spirit what is the fruit in which God produces inside of us when we make room and open our hearts but the fruit love joy peace patience gentleness self-control faithfulness generosity I have to believe the Pharisees were not turned away or the Sadducees. Receiving the baptism of repentance, surrendering themselves, turning a new leaf, John reminds them to now live according to God's love for them, for their neighbors, for the foreigners, for others who are not of their tribe or nation. Then John, in preparing the way for Jesus' coming, shares, I baptize you with water for repentance, to prepare and to make room. But the one who is more powerful than I isn't just filled with the Holy Spirit, but is Holy Spirit, God and Son. He he will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire, a baptism of transformation, nothing that you do but what God is doing. Within, the righteous judge, who will separate within us sin and righteousness for his name's sake. We are both wheat and chaff. If we think about the seed, the seed has a kernel of which is planted in the ground, but there is a sheath around it that protects that seed from rain, wind, and and sometimes hail. And when it's done its job, it falls away and you're left with the fruit. We are both wheat and chaff. Or as Luther stated many times in his sermons and writings, we are saint and sinner simultaneously. God is at work in and through our baptism found in Christ. I close with this thought. A pastor recently shared that they baptized a baby Per the request of the parents who had not been in church, who had no connection with the church, but they knew that it was the right thing that they needed to do. And the pastor was questioning, was that right for me to do that? Because as I stand at the baptismal font and make promises before God and before one another, among saints and sinners, we promised that we would bring this child to the Word of God. That, they would, that we would put in their hands the Scripture and we would nurture, nurture them. And we would lead them in the way of faith. I knew that the parents weren't going to follow through. I got this nice little card from them. Thank you for baptizing our child For giving this child faith. Now where does faith come from? But what is heard from the word of God. And so here are the pastors questioning themselves. Did I do wrong in baptizing this child? Two thoughts came to mind as I sat there with others. And thinking about them questioning. Number one. We will always fall short. We will always fall short. I fall short. We sometimes don't keep promises. We may not follow those promises that we made. But God always, covenant promise is always kept. And I want to believe that when that child was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, they were baptized by Holy Spirit and fire and word and water and transformed and that God doesn't leave us nor forsake us, that God goes with us, that God is within us and God will, through God's incredible ways will be with that child and when that child needs nurturing of faith God is going to put someone in their path for in baptism what, what do we see? What are the benefits of our baptism? The first is new life we are transformed we are no longer the same the Holy Spirit has been poured into us the second is we have the forgiveness of sins always Remember, God forgives our sins and forgets our sins. And God gives us the gift of eternal life. There is nothing there that we do but that what God does. And I thank that pastor for baptizing that child. And now we lift that child up to God to see what God will do with their life. For we know that when Jesus instructed us to go out and to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, what else did Jesus share with his disciples? He said I am with you always to the end of the age. age. <clears throat> this with Jesus' words. Remember I am with you always. I believe God is at work bringing this child into the heavenly fold with or without our promises kept. John's message is clear. Repent, for the kingdom of God has come near. Prepare the way. Jesus is coming. May the God of hope fill us with biding joy and peace and believing so that the power of the Holy Spirit lift us as we wait and we watch for the coming Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. us affirm our faith as it's found in the Apostles' Creed, I invite you to rise and to share together with one voice. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. As we prepare for the fullness of Christ's presence, let us pray for the world that yearns for new hope. God, you renew the church of every age. We give thanks for hymn writers and theologians. Inspire teachers, writers, and musicians to delight and instruct your people. God, in your mercy, you give us wisdom of creation and harmony. When hurting and destruction will be, Be no more. Teach us to be stewards of the earth and companions to its creatures. Restore to balance and wholeness what human greed has harmed. God, in your mercy. You defend the cause of all who are poor and oppressed. Raise up leaders who will govern with equality and serve the common good. Guide judges and lawmakers and public officials to protect the rights of those who cannot advocate for themselves. God, in your mercy. You deliver those in need from suffering and fear. Come to the aid of any who are exploited, abused, especially children and elders, victims of human trafficking. Provide safety and help to our neighbors without shelter, refuge, and those fleeing violence. Lord, in your mercy. You urge your people to welcome one another as you have welcomed us. Nurture ministries of hospitality and care. In this and every congregation, we pray for people who are homebound and hospitalized and separated from loved ones. Lord, we especially lift up for you today and give thanks for Judy Skay being surrounded by her sons and bringing her safely through uh, an illness. And Lord, we're also thankful and how you have come close to Riker John Gravel, the son of Kayla and Griffin Gravel. He is making great strides. We thank you for the doctors and the nurses and all the care that he's receiving. We're thankful for the healing of Carol Hine and her with us today. We pray for Marilyn Streeper that you will continue to be nurturing her to bring her to wholeness and health. We're thankful for Teresa Inglebart who has now completed her mastectomy and is healing. Lord, uh, continue to guide her and lead her to wholeness and health. We lift before you Henry and, Pop, and Lois Poppy, whose health is waning, but we're so thankful that they can live in assisted living. For Clinda Stadmuller, who faces pain every day, Lord, yet she is a child of God who shares her goodness with others. And Lord, we give thanks for Gwen Edwards, who has been shared with me now and confirmed that her body has been free from cancer for several weeks now. It is a miracle, Lord. For Sandy Jensen, who continues to live with pain, especially with her lower back, gives her difficulty in walking. Surround her with your love. And Charles Walters, who is falling deeper and deeper into dementia, George's brother. We're thankful, Lord, that you are there with us. Emmanuel, you come close. You know our pain and our suffering, and you bring us to wholeness and health. And free us from diseases and free us from death and sin. And Lord, we pray for our military sons who put themselves in harm's way for protecting others, and what a gift they are to their family and to this nation. And we lift before you Ben Harms and David Frankford, Trevor Owen and Dustin Starn. God, in your mercy, gracious God, None who trust in your Son can be separated from your love. Give Elfrida Tobias and Judith Weirs and Lucille Wagners and others who live alone peace and contentment with their solitude, hope and fulfillment in their love for you, and the joy and companionship in their relationships with others. God, in your mercy, you embrace all who have died, trusting in your promises. And we give thanks for their faithful witness. Sustain us in hope until we are united with them in the joy of your eternal presence. God, in your mercy. God of our longing, you know our deepest needs. By your Spirit, gather our prayers and join them with the prayers of all your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We received this morning's offering. Uh, we may have a few kids out of the sanctuary this morning. They are in the back working on the Christmas pageant, trying on their costumes, getting ready for next Sunday. And so we do have uh, the loose coin offering. If there are a few people, oh my gosh, who would be willing to go about? Our children are. Collect- Look at that. They're no longer children. Thank you. They understand the tradition. And uh, we're collecting for Neighbor Helping Neighbor program. One of the wonderful programs that this group has been a part of is paying for portions of mental health therapy for youth. And so this will be going uh, to that program, Neighbor Helping youth. I invite the congregation to please rise. As we do, we will sing our offertory song in a bleak midwinter. the congregation to go ahead and be seated before we do our offertory prayer and move into our supper. I'd like to share with you that memorial money that you gave in memory of Floyd Reddy Jr. uh, has gone to a new patent and chalice set for Wayne Zion. Moving more away from the silver and more to the gold plate and with the matching brass um, elements that we have here on the altar What's nice about this chalice is, I don't know if you can see this or not, but it has a pouring spout on it, and we used it this last Wednesday, in which when we consecrate the wine in the cup, and you pick up the plastic cup and pour it in, it is as if we're receiving it from the same cup. Although we're not taking or dipping, it's pouring into. And I've always wanted to do this. This was something that uh, I had seen and did on my internship and wanted to bring it to Wayne Zion. So thank you for the memorial gifts. Um, To give you an idea, this set together is $1,200. And so the gifts that you gave went for that. So thank you for that. Let us consecrate and dedicate this gift. Blessed are you, O Lord God, King of the universe. You have enriched our lives with every good and perfect gift. You have commanded us to show your splendor to our children and to praise you with lives of love, lives of love, justice and joy, accept this paten and chalice, which we offer in thanksgiving. May all who receive the heavenly food and drink be sustained by your grace and power, and bring us all at last to your heavenly kingdom, where you live and reign with the Son and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. We continue. Let us pray. Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts towards those who hunger in any way, that they may know your care, and prepare us now for the feast on the bread of life. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. You May you lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and all places give praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. You conformed your people with the promise of the Redeemer, through whom you will also make all things new, in the day when he comes to judge the world in righteousness, and so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we share in the holy, holy, and we... Share this together as it's printed in your bulletin. And Pastor has lost it. Over here we are. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In the night in which our Lord was betrayed, he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. And after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. I invite the congregation to rise. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You may be seated, and I'll invite my communion assistants to come forward. It will be very much like we've done before, but we're doing away with the tables. We've made it without getting wine on the cloth, and uh, we are moving closer to being outside of um, having to be so very, very careful. So now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. I'd like to uh, share a couple of announcements uh, with you. First of all, um, Paul Behrens, thank you for sponsoring today's radio broadcast in memory of Donna, and uh, so that others on can listen to the radio broadcast on KMCH 94.7 FM. We're ever thankful for that. Giving Tree, it's uh, coming up very quickly, it's here. And so there are ornaments on the tree in the social hall. If you are so moved, please take some of those ornaments with you and bring those things back to the church by, and it says in the article, doesn't it? We need to have them by, anybody know? I want to say by the 18th at noon on the 18th of December. We are going to be blessed with the children's pageant next Sunday at 9 a.m. and the Sunday after that with the adult cantata. And uh, so you'll want to put those things on your calendar. You might not want to miss that. We have lots of sheep and angels and Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus coming and being presented in a wonderful narrative through our children. And uh, we will be practicing. Confirmation will be in here working through our narrative. and. Uh, And trying to, uh, matter of fact, we're going to put blue, I shouldn't tell you this, we're going to put blue X's on the carpeting. We'll see how well we do in getting to the spots that we've designated up here. You won't want to miss this, right? Thank you to Rhonda and her committee who put together the fruit baskets and... um, that they hand out every year. That will be wonderful. And then after the, the pageant, the confirmation students, I don't know if they know this yet or not, they are teaching Sunday school. And they were going to be teaching the little ones the Ten Commandments. And hopefully they know the Ten Commandments because that's what we've been doing in the small catechism this year. So we have that. Uh, you also have a, a calendar on the back. Please take this with you so you see what's happening. We do have our senior dining at noon on Tuesday. We're so thankful for that group. Save the date. Our annual meeting is coming up on January 22nd. You won't want to miss that. And uh, with that, are there any other announcements? If not, I invite the congregation to please rise and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you. Be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Let us sing our sending hymn 266, which is, All Earth is Hopeful. of repentance. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.
0: Liturgy Copyright 2021 Augsburg Fortress All Rights Reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license number A-729734 All Rights Reserved.